Hello and welcome to Let's Talk About It podcast. I am your host, Apostle Rosemary of RCN Ministries and OSGA Apostolic Network, along with my wonderful husband, Apostle Herbie. We are the apostolic overseers of OSGA and also the CEOs and founders of RCN Ministries Global. Um, This is a global mandate, a global ministries, and God is doing great and mighty things um, globally for the men and women of God who have truly um, been called by his name, who are adhering to the will of God for their lives, for the people around them that God has connected to them. We thank God for covenant leaders. We thank God for covenant relationships. And on today, our podcast Um, The message on today is it's working for your good. I have come here to tell you this morning that it's working for your good. Everything that you've had to endure up until the end, this third last quarter of 2021, it's still yet working for your good. We begin to look at the very familiar text and the scripture, the verse of Romans chapter, chapter eight and verse 28. So it's Roman eight and 28. And we're going to read that in the Passion Translation. I thought that this was very powerful and profound. So we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together for good. For we are his lovers who have been called to fulfill his designed purpose. Listen to that purpose. When we think about the purpose that God has for our lives, we think about the plan. We think about the mandate. We think about our destinies. Our destiny is tied within our purpose. When we find our purpose, our destinies are revealed. Praise God. So we need to understand that it's working for your good. Everything you've had to endure, men and women of God, it's still yet working for your good. If you haven't truly come into the knowledge of who God is in your life yet, guess what? It's still working for your good. You're walking through a process in this season, but it's still all working for your good. We look at Romans 8 and 26 through 28. We're going to look at this in the Amplified And it begins to say in the same way, verse 26 says, that's Roman 8 and 26 through 28, starting at verse 26. And it says, in the same way, the spirit comes to us and helps us in our weakness. We do not know what prayer to offer or how to offer it as we should, but the spirit himself knows our needs and at the right time intercedes on our behalf. And with sighs and groanings too deep for words, the spirit of the Lord makes intercession for us. There are times that we desire to pray. There are times that we don't know what to say and how we want to address God. And the spirit of the Lord, the indwelling, imputed Holy Spirit that resides in us when we are Holy Spirit filled begins to make utterance. It begins to intercede and it begins to cry out from a deep, deep place within our spiritual man, within our soul. There's a moaning, there's a groaning, there's a travailing, my God. And the word of God lets us know that there's a deep groaning of words that we may not be able to articulate in the physical, in our mental dialect, in our vocabulary. But there is such a groaning that where there is such a deep calling for the spiritual things of God that our spirit makes intercession for us. And it begins to tell God what it is that we are in need of. Verse 27 says, 
And he who searches the hearts knows the mind of the in the mind of the spirit is because the spirit intercedes before God on behalf of God's people in accordance with God's will my God our spirit goes before God makes intercession through the spirit he it, it begins to intercede for us the people of God in accordance to the will of God for our lives Verse 28 says, and we know with great confidence that God who is deeply concerned about us causes all things to work together as a plan for good for those who love God, for those who are called according to his plan and his purpose, my God. Listen, we must have great confidence of the things that are working in this season, that God and God alone is deeply concerned about each and every one of us. And he causes all things to work together as a plan for good for those who love him, for those who are called according to his plan and according to his purpose for their lives. When we begin to look at Romans chapter eight, verses one through 25, it deals with the escape from bondage. Um, they were in bondage and we began to understand in the dialect where it begins to lay out the plan and everything in the word of God in Romans 8, where um, they were um, escaping from bondage. They were coming out of the bondage that they had been in. Um, they had been in bondage so long. There had been um, different things that they've had to endure while in bondage, but the Lord was bringing them out. And he was letting them know, starting at verse 26, that everything you've had to endure, everything that you'd had to go through while you were yet in bondage, guess what? I want you to know that all those things are still yet working for your good. Don't look at what you were obligated to. Don't look at the things you had to go through. Don't look at the things that may have been inhumane. Don't look at the bad relationships. Don't look at the bad choices. Don't look at the bad connections. Don't look at the attacks of the enemy. Don't look at the Jezebels and the Ahabs and all of those Leviathans and Pythons that try to come and try to hinder you, try to stifle you out and try to stop you, try to immobilize you from moving forth in me. But the Lord is saying to keep running towards the pressing towards that mark of a higher calling in Christ Jesus. He's saying in this hour and this season, you need to come up a little bit higher. You need to, you need to take your mind to another level. You need to stop thinking in limitations and you need to begin to understand that I'm a God of no limitation. I am limitless, said the Lord thy God today, my God. We need to understand that we need to take the limits off. God does not limit us, but we limit ourselves. We need to understand that it's working for your good. Everything you've had to endure, it is working for your good. The process is working for your good because it's going to bring the plan that pre precedes the purpose. Ah, my God, God is letting us go through the process. Why? He's letting each and every one of you go through the process. Why? Because it is a prerequisite in order to walk in the fullness of your purpose. My God. Genesis chapter 50 and verse 20. Okay, so Genesis 50 and 20 says, 
And this is the Amplified again. There's different translations. A lot of times I'll jump through. I'm a King James Version. I love it. Um, I was raised on it, but there are many different translations that I love when we are talking to the people. Everyone um, does not understand King James. So, you know, I would like to, my husband and I, we are people that love to teach and we love to train, to disciple, to break down, to really to dig out the word and the meat of the word of God. Um, we, we love to just dissect the word of God and simplify it so that a babe will be able to understand it, that will be able to receive something from what God is saying. We come down out of the raptors because the word of God tells us in 1 Corinthians 9, 22, it begins in 23. It begins to tell us that, you know, Jesus was saying how, how, um, you know, he became all things to all men so that he may win some. You're not going to win everybody. You're not going to. But the thing about it is, guess what? You're not going to be able to win anybody if we don't learn how to come down off of our high horses and we don't learn to um, simplify the things of God by being able to speak and to minister to those who may not have the dialect spiritually, who may not have the wisdom, the knowledge, nor the understanding spiritually yet. I'm going to say yet because they're coming. When you come after God, you're going to get everything you need because the word of God says, if you like wisdom, ask whatever you are in need of, you ask God. So when you look at first Corinthians nine, um, and this, not, this wasn't even in the podcast for today, but the Lord is pressing on this on my heart. So I've got to go there. And in verse 22 is, is the main text here that I want to get to. And 23, and it says in 1 Corinthians 9, 22 and 23, to the weak, I became as the weak to win the weak. I became all things to all men so that I may by all means in any way, in every way, save some by leading them to the faith in Christ Jesus. 23 says, and I do all this for the sake of the gospel so that I may share in in its blessings along with you. Come down out of the raptors. Because when we go out into the highways and hedges, as it tells us to do in the book of Luke, and compel all means to come so that his house would be filled, my God. We need to understand something. That when we go out to the prodigals, they're not going to understand on the same level of the wisdom, the knowledge, and the understanding that many that have been in the word of God, that have been under the tutelage of the Holy Spirit understand. So you know what? We need to humble ourselves. Always humble ourselves. Oh my God. In Genesis chapter 50, verse 1 through 11, we see the burial preparations and the mourning for Jacob. Jacob had died. And Genesis 50, um, verses one through three, and I'm going to read this. And verse one says, then Joseph fell upon his father's face and he wept over him and kissed him tenderly. Then Joseph ordered his servants, the physicians, to embalm or to mummify his father so that the physicians, so the physicians embalmed Israel or Jacob. Verse three says, now 40 days were required for this. Oh my God, for that, for that is the customary number of days of preparation required for embalming. And the Egyptians wept and grieved for him in public mourning as they would for royalty for 70 days. My God, I don't know if anyone else caught that. 
but that's a catch this moment in the spirit. When it says that it was 40 days was the customary number of days of preparation. Somebody needs to understand that. When we look at the children of Israel, when they came out of bondage, ah, help me, Holy Ghost. And they were wandering around in the wilderness for 40 years. My God. They didn't have to be there 10 times as long. After 40 days, instead of 40 years, God had given them time to prepare. It was a time of preparation for 40 days, but they took 10 times as long and took 40 years. My God, somebody's going to get that in the morning. Help us, God. No longer can we focus on yesterday, but you must look ahead to what is coming. You cannot allow yourselves to get delayed, to get hindered, nor to get distracted by what you've gone through. Everything that attempted to stop you from walking in your destiny was revealed to you in the pit of your process. My God, had you not gone through the process, you wouldn't be granted access to this next level in this new season. Count it all joy, my God. We need to understand something about Romans 8 and 28. First, Romans 8 and 28 includes loving God and being able and being called, excuse me, to his purpose, my God. Romans 8 and 28 is just a promise, a prerequisite for believers, for the real believers of God, to those who truly love God and are doing their very best to obey his commandments. Even though things may get bad, even though many days you have been sad, even though evil have tried to rear its head, wicked things have come against you all and touched your lives, God is saying, I will still use them to ultimately bring about the good, both in your life and in this world. Secondly, we need to understand about Romans 8 and 28. It doesn't mean all things will be good all the time. Uh, Romans 8 and 28 reminds us that though sin and Satan are powerful, we serve a God who is all powerful. Ah, oh, my God. He is the creator of all things. Huh? My God. He that is within us is greater than he that is in this world. My God. That's the God that we serve. He is able to redeem and to restore anything for good and for his glory. My God, all things may not be good, but God can and will use all things for his good. My God. Ah. And then we need to understand the importance of Romans 8 and 28, which we know is a prerequisite to usher us or usher you into another place with God. If you can just press your way through in this season, if you can just push your way through in this season, if you can just hang on and grab a hold of God in this season, if you can just grab a hold of the revelation that everything that I've had to endure and will have to endure is pruning me for my purpose in God. Why? Because it's working for your good. We're going to close with this. Romans 8 and 29, and it says, for those God foreknew, ah, 
that he knew us before he formed us, according to Jeremiah 1 and 5, my God. He also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son, not to the likeness of the world, but the likeness of his son. The word of God tells us in order to reign with him, we're going to first have to suffer with him. That he might be first born among many brothers. Be blessed on today. Let this word take root in your spirit. Let it begin to swell in your spiritual wombs. And let it begin to produce that which God has planned and purpose for your lives in this new season. May God bless you and may God keep you. And Apostle Herbie and I pray that this word blesses you all on our podcast on today. Let's talk about it. It's working for your good. God bless you and God keep you until we come back on again for next Wednesday and have a great day.